0: mm mm-hmm.
1: wolves running around back there oh yeah you're, you're, you your 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 new him? pet I hate him <laughs> I don't have the money to buy traps, yes, so uh, this is apocalypse now
0: it is and we are again in our teen wolf phase teen wolf
1: teenaged wolves
0: the wolves who are teens plus friends um, and this is the six families. Yes. Sixth season. This episode is called Blitzkrieg. Yes, uh, which is appropriate because there is much Nazi werewolfing ab- yes. happening about. Yes,
1: we get we get some uh, some some background on the Nazi zombie werewolf. Mr. Douglas, the science teacher. It's physics. Physics. Got to watch out for those physics teachers. They are
0: clearly Nazi werewolves. Yes, all of them. All of them. If you are a physics teacher, please
1: do not write in and tell us that we're wrong. We want to hold that vision in our heads. (laughs) Because we wouldn't believe you. I was never smart enough to take physics. I Mm. actually had a good physics teacher. Never once. I used to make brew tea in my chemistry class
0: using a Bunsen burner. Mm. Yeah, so kind of a geeky kid, Mm. kind of a geeky adult. So (laughs) what could you do? Yeah. Yeah. So the basic thing is still happening here: is we have the wild hunt uh, rampaging through town and taking people. Yes.
1: Uh, and In just the, the most way. Yes. They've many... taken pretty much everyone. Except for our heroes. Yes. Well, I mean, isn't that always the way? Wouldn't it be <laughs> weird if it was like Tim and Dustin sitting in Beacon Hills like, I wonder where all those people we can't remember are. <laughs> like, it's... why? Why are we the only people that live in this town? <laughs> and... You know, this way at least we have somebody who's like trying to figure shit out, right? You know, in theory, yeah. So I mean, of course, of course. Like my favorite, one of my favorite things about Teen Wolf over the last couple of seasons is the teamwork that Styles and Scotty have shown to have have created for each other, because Scotty is kind of like well, Styles is like the big picture guy. He's mm. the one who comes up with the plans. He figures stuff out. The brains of the operation. Yeah. Scotty is the dumb kind of, muscle. Well, sort of. Not, a, but but he's also got. He's the heart, right? Because he's the one who reminds Styles that there's humanity. You have to include humanity into the plan. Uh, one of the things I really like about this show is that as even, even though he's the hero mm-hmm. of the show, St- Scotty has never directly killed anyone. He's been right. kind of involved. Like he's seen people die, he's like not like shown super interest in saving people who are bad from dying, but he's he's a heart, he cares about people more than anything. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we run up against tonight <laughs> is Styles has been gone for soups long time. Right. And they've got to the point where there should be some sort of plan to save Beacon Hills from the wild hunt scotty does not have that skill right <laughs> and so they basically decided we have to figure out a way to get scott uh, styles away from the wild hunt so he can come up with a plan to save everyone else
0: and it's not just a question of trying to you know, get him back because they miss their friend it's because apparently he is the only one who has plans yeah uh, yes. really it, um you know this well, is again tonight was another example of of what I have come to determine is the way I will enjoy this show, which is do not stare directly at things. Mm-hmm. Uh, because <laughs> there's a lot of
1: could, really dramatic posing
0: yeah. and things, but like there's a scene tonight where you've got the the this long sewer hallway thing and and our heroes are standing three feet away from the portal into the, yeah. into the and suddenly the hunt comes through. And they are now 15 feet away from our heroes. It's like, well, wait a minute. They were right. Never mind. Just, it's a
1: cool Shh, shot. No, sh-
0: it, the camera's pulling back, and they're striding okay, forward. It. It's dramatic. It's and lighting. Yeah, and,
1: and really, yeah. like, that, I mean, that's one of the, I think, one of the strengths of the show is that everybody's kind of got a role to play. Scott is the leader and cares about the people. Stiles makes the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lydia... Uh, has the creepy Cronenberg visions, right? And wanders aimlessly around, aimlessly around with her big eyes and screams at things. But she didn't scream. She okay. This is somebody that. Oh I, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. So there is a whole lot of things happening tonight, right? Mm-hmm. So there's many, many fight scenes because it's the confrontation time, and we're building right. to our climax. And there's uh, big dramatic confrontations, except
1: Lydia with her banshee powers. Well, no one used their supernatural powers to the best of their abilities tonight. She didn't use hers at all. I mean, like,
0: here's the, you know, we we, we, just, we find out that the Wild Hunt is afraid of her. Or mm-hmm. or find her, or... Well, we find out later in
1: episode.
0: Well, but we, we've, we also had that other Banshee, Banshee in yeah. Canaan. Right. Who they left alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so when she uh, confronts one of the Wild Hunt tonight, he's got the gun on her, and then he lowers the gun and just watches her walk away. And so it's fear or maybe reverence that's what she thought, um, but no explanation, but she never actually sits there and goes, "Oh, yeah, I have the screaming power. I'm going to use the screaming power, and
1: terrible things are happening. Let's not use my abilities right oh <laughs> then the nodule <laughs> this is that episode we're uh playing silently in the background as venture brothers, and it's it's the it's a flashback episode where Quiz boy got his things and the nodule just appeared that's beside the point right. here's the problem i've said this many times to you in the explanation of the show right. and on this podcast the problem with bansheeism mm-hmm. is that the power drives you insane ultimately mm-hmm. eventually it's going to drive you insane right so there's not a lot of old like stateswoman banshees around to give the information you need about the use of your powers to the new generation. And there's no Because they all cray. Right. So we have Lydia who sees these things, who understands that she has an ability and that it can be useful in some way. And it can't, she does use it to the best of her abilities. But she, I mean, okay, so the Wild Hunt shows her reverence slash fear. What she's supposed to do with that? She. She don't know. She don't know. We don't know. Ain't nobody know, Tim. But when they were in
0: Canaan, she actually had the banshee, banshee off Mm -hmm. with the crazy lady. And so she used her abilities there. Right. So here, in, you know, against an old woman, she's willing to sit there and go, wah! But against the actual threat, the folks who are taking her friends, the folks who are destroying her town, she's like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, Mm. do the scream, scream, make...
1: Make
0: the noise! Make the noise! Make You're the like, noise with
1: no. the face! Do it! I love no. it! when they make uh, the noise! No, but
0: anyway, uh, again, it's it's this is a show you cannot stare directly at. You right. will go,
1: you will go mad, um, or at yeah. least spend a lot of time sitting on the couch giggling. But, but you did say that you have finally gotten to what. Has been one of the things that drives me to love this show is that you found an emotional connection. Yeah. So what what was important tonight? I think what's interesting there's,
0: and I didn't I didn't say this when we when I mentioned it. There's a lot happening here. Mm-hmm. You're, there are many many moving parts, and I realize it's season six, so a lot has right. got to happen. This is the end, mm-hmm. right? And you've got a lot of cast members. Um, something like. Nine major cast members in this episode alone, and I'm just, i just throwing out a number. It might be more, um, but these are characters who all have a piece of the story to be involved. So there's a lot happening. Yeah. But the most interesting portion of the story for me, and maybe it's because I'm a dad, um, but the when you've got the Styles is missing is certainly has an effect on his on his friends and his supernatural friends. But the biggest effect is on. His father mm-hmm. and uh, sh- the sheriff Stolinsky, is that right? Mm-hmm. So you know he's he doesn't even know he has a son right And he's got his wife back who who died in the earlier version of things. Yes. And so his every step where he's becoming closer to remembering his son son is chipping away at the reality of his wife mm-hmm. because she's dead. This is just a, a almost a phantom that has been created to fill the void right and we see this, basically the the first part probably there's like a, almost five minutes of this episode probably so what an eighth of the episode run yeah. is, is him in the bedroom putting reassembling the bedroom right from memory
1: mm-hmm. and from
0: where he, th- he he knows these things are and it's um, and, and then his confrontation with the the specter of his wife. And letting her go, mm-hmm. and that was actually like there's this emotional strength to that scene. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you could do an entire show about that one sequence that's 45 minutes 40, yeah. 42, 45 minutes of television right there, um, and be
1: quite powerful. So that's that was actually really, really good. They and they do a lot of that, like, like you said, we we are winding down, we're getting to the end, so they're not doing as much, but. The moments between these characters that show that they really, really love each other mm. or that they're really connected, like Scott and his mom is another one. They have this amazing relationship. And I, you, I, I got a little pain You didn't ever have it because, you know... I don't, the, I don't have the emotional history. After... Because, okay. So Argent and Melissa are both taken not by the Wild Hunt but by creepy Nazi werewolf doctor. And later Scott is at his house and he's got his cell phone sitting on the thing mm-hmm. and he keeps pressing call to his mom right. and he keeps saying this number is disconnected. right? And then he presses it again and it says this number is disconnected. You know, and that's very you know, he's having a moment because it's his mother who he loves dearly. And you know, everyone else in town has pretty much been taken away and now he knows she's gone and you know that was that's a moment she this is like there was a scene earlier uh in in the series where scotty and allison broke up mm-hmm. and werewolves can sometimes get become attached to a human sure and it's called their anchor and that's what helps them keep their humanity during full moon okay. and stuff like sure. that um and so it was getting to be a full moon and Scott was really afraid of what would happen without Allison as his anchor, because she's gone, mm-hmm. or she's she's broken up with him, she doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. And so he talked to his mom and he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I need an anchor. And she said, you know, there's this beautiful speech about, you know, this was your first love and that's important, but you're gonna fall in love again. And it's gonna be just as amazing and just as beautiful and just as scary. And sometimes, and might end. And it might be just as devastating to have that love end as this one. So, you need to learn how to be your own anchor. And so, it's this brilliant emotional moment on a show about teenage werewolves. And that became like a big thing. Like, Melissa Ponzio, that's one of those moments. Like, I love this actress now because she had this great Mm -hmm. moment in this show about, you know, be your own anchor. And, like... <clears throat> what's interesting so.
0: is that for so many genre shows, if you are about teenagers mm-hmm. or children, or, you know, we're watching anime with your kids before yeah. we uh, watch Teen Wolf tonight, you know, there's the teenage characters. The adults are these distant figures. Yeah. You know, they're they're, they're almost like the Charlie Brown adults. Yeah. You know, they're all in the, in the background, or you're wah, wah wah, wah, mm-hmm. wah, wah, And what this show has, and I, I'm really going to have to... I, going to have to go back and watch earlier episodes of the show. I'm just going to have to because there's a... The treating like the parents are sensible people. Mm-hmm. And yes, like you mentioned earlier, the sheriff is not solved in crime in the town and <laughs> never without the help yeah. of teenagers. Super it's a little parents. ridiculous. But at the same time, it's about family. Mm-hmm. And that's actually really kind of cool. Yes. Um, now, that said, it's also about... Nazi werewolves and we get this lovely flashback to the 1940s where uh
1: Nazis are Nazi in their shit up
0: oh yeah because basically it's like so here is the plan and you want to do what with the plan I want to bring in the wild hunt who is going to come in and they are going to be like magic monsters for us that's crazy (gasps) dog Nazi werewolf time it's like Okay, well, there's lots of blood. Yeah. Uh, so you were saying we're gonna get the wild hunt now. Yeah. yeah let's go. Okay. Fine. So yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. And. uh Now a couple of things that were rather amusing about this. Uh, none of their plan makes the slightest bit of sense. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, the plan is basically we're gonna get the wild hunt to fight World War II. Okay. How are we gonna do this? Uh, we are. It's just gonna happen. How are we gonna control them? Uh well... Nazi powers! Yeah. You know. Well, that, that's the funniest part, is like, the dude, like, okay, so the main Mr... whatever his name what Douglas. That, Douglas, is like, talking about how he wants to get the wild hunt and do this thing, and the the reasonable Nazi he's talking to is like... <laughs> There's a sh- soldier comes up and goes, uh, let's not do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Well, no, the the, the one he... Cut, like, oh, the, message, oh, yeah. like, he's like... How are you going to get these guys? That's the real question, yeah. How are you going to control them? How is this going to work? Like, what is the situation going to be? And his response is, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he immediately
0: goes to the place where they're going to find the Nazi, the, the yeah. Wild Hunt, which, of course, is the same forest we see everywhere else in the show. Yeah. Um, but then the soldier comes up and goes, uh, Herr Hoffmann, that's his yeah. that's his Nazi name. Uh, yeah, hey, Hopman, this is a really bad idea. We should go home. And he's like, Step No, into the rip, boy. <laughs> you go first. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, it ends poorly. Uh, and mm. the wild hunt shows up. And because the Nazis don't have a plan, everybody dies except Hopman, who gets driven away yeah. after getting whipped. Which then he right. then gets sucked up with the dread doctors and becomes they put him in soup. a tube and they drink his <laughs> <It's as you. laughs> he, he becomes werewolf soup. Oh uh, and it's just far. like uh this is just crazy. But um I was amused by the fact that in the grand tradition, uh Hollywood Nazis speak English until it's time to use the one like one of like five German words that, that everybody recognizes. Yeah. So, you know, schnell means hurry, so of course it's like, you know, Herr Hauptmann, mister Uh Herr Hauptmann, this is a bad idea, we shouldn't do this. You go first. Schnell. It's like, okay, come on. You know, just either do subtitles or yeah. whatever. Anyway, it's just it's one of those silly things that we do. But so we know all of this. We get the flashback story because Theo uh, knows all this. Knows all this stuff, and of course, Theo's in a cage, and he tells uh, our heroes that with, with oh, the of they're at the
1: they're at the, um, the station, station yeah. because there's that's all that there is. I mean, everybody else is gone. Everybody's gone.
0: And Theo's a bad guy, so they got to put him in a cage. Yeah. So who's the kid with the sword? Liam. Okay. So Liam's got the magic sword, which doesn't work like a sword, but that with uh, physics. Um, and the deal he makes with Theo is Theo will tell him what's going on if he takes he breaks the sword, so they can't stop Theo. Right.
1: This is, by the way, a dumb plan. Yes, one hundred percent dumb. Um, Liam does it anyway. Yes. He, he... This is not the first time the sword has been broken. Okay. Um, as I told you plan. before, it's Kira uses the sword sometimes as a belt. Right. Um, and so it's got this, this, these magical properties. Sure. And Kira's mother has bef- broken it before and made Kira reassemble it. Kira is the only one who can reassemble the sword because it's part of her kitsune powers. Okay. To do that. So, um, yes. So she... So now they have broken the only thing that will put liam back in his parallel universe whatever oh yeah yeah. into his hell universe
0: he does whoever tell them the story and basically says oh by the way not only do you have to deal with the wild hunt you got to deal with nazi werewolf yeah who also has other powers because he got whipped by the wild hunt so he's got a little bit of wild hunt power yeah uh he's got he can control the hellhounds yes and he gets a little bit of a hellhound
1: power yes so he's basically a um grab bag of horrid, horrible yeah well i mean it makes it does that actually makes sense because the he was with the dread doctors for a little long time and their whole deal was to try and create chimeras Mm -hmm. which are you know mixtures of supernatural creatures and so he i mean that's pretty you know,
0: well, they let him simmer for seventy years yeah. in Nazi soup. So uh, basically, he gets to be, you know, I guess he he's, you know, ready. He's he's, yeah, tired. he's done. get the crackers. He's good to go. Um,
1: he still has the same
0: plan, however. Which again, we've we seen
1: this commercial. It's John Hamm, and he's dressed up as Negan, sitting there eating eating it like craft services with a zombie. It's an H and R Block commercial. Apparently John Ham needed the money.
0: <laughs> well, considering that John Hamm seems to be a relatively cool individual, yeah. he probably just sat there and said, Yeah, sure, it sounds like fun. Yeah. And didn't turn down the money either. Yeah. I think he's probably doing pretty well. Mad Men, there was you know, Mad Men money was kind of mad money.
1: I had to I stop watching that show.
0: Well, you know, I did too. So
1: okay. Any but, event. Um so basically things are terrible for for our teenage right. yes. supernatural creatures. Um Scott's mom is gone, Arjun's gone, Hayden gets taken, uh, Mason gets taken, um, so basically we're down to Malia, Lydia, Scotty, and Liam.
0: Uh, Peter basically bails on them yes. early on, he basically is like, you guys
1: are crazy, let's run. Yeah. Because we but can't they, win. And they're know, like, we're going to stay, and he's like, fine, I'm going to go, bye. But then he comes back and saves them and gets- Well, of course he re- does. He sent back to, uh. Which is like it happens, and I'm like, oh, he's not worried about okay, it. And he's like, I'm just, I've been there. <laughs> um, this ain't no thing. So, oh, and Sheriff Stalinsky is right. Is, uh, oh, and we hear Styles is a great spoiler for for a uh, episode that happened a week ago. Uh, we hear Styles' his first name for the first time ever, and it's Meechus Gloss, or something like that. Um, and that he was, a, and he tells this great story about how when He was a kid. He could only say his his mischief, he couldn't say his la- his first name very well, and it's very cute and wonderful, but I am sitting there, now that they've they've revealed the name, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why ain't they just call him Mitch? <laughs> the first part of the name is Misha sla like, Misha, why Misha. He, Yeah, why not just call the kid Mitch?
0: Because and, that wouldn't have been the rule of funny, or the rule of cool, or whatever yeah. rule they are going to apply to this. Um, and I'm concerned because once you name something, it's like it's like that big dramatic thing. I've got you back. I've read, you know power and love and I've, you know all these things. And and this is his real name, and this is why mm-hmm. he call him Styles. And I'm like, oh crap, he's gonna die.
1: I I'm as we as we crawl slowly towards the end. Mm-hmm. I am having distinct visions of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in my brain. Mm-hmm. Because they spent a good portion of the last couple of episodes of Buffy killing main characters. <laughs> and bringing them back in the comic book version, though. Uh, well, they brought a bunch of them back. So I'm I'm also worried that there's going to be a considerable amount of death of our good friends as we go.
0: Well, you know, there's two episodes left in the first ten. This is mm-hmm. episode eight. And there's twenty episodes in the season. Right. So there's a is, there going be, is that a break?
1: Is, it, is they doing a break after episode 10? Do you know? I think
0: so. I okay. think it'll
1: come back. I think it's going to come back in the summer.
0: Um, because that's going to be... Uh, they're going to leave us with a cliffhanger. Considering oh, that the, the episode obvious, 10 is called yeah. Riders of the Storm. Pretty sure it's going to be a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's... There are a few things that happened tonight that make no sense whatsoever. Because uh-huh. they go looking for the portal but in the woods... The, okay. but yeah, All they find it in the sewer. So so we have seen the woods and the portal come through, the, the them come through the portal before. Yes. And I should have realized there was not going to be a logic to this when we remember two things. One, we have seen the riders come through a portal that is a few feet above the ground. Right. And then when Peter came through the portal on fire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he fell from the sky. Right. So then the portal is downstairs in a sewer pit, which is an amazingly huge sewer in the middle of the woods. Right. Now, I don't know about urban planning all that much. I have a certain amount of, you know, general knowledge. But I've generally found that most forests don't have giant sewer tunnels. Right. Again, this is one of those things you just can't look at the show and go,
1: yes hang on a second you got to give it got to give it a little space right
0: so but that's where they find the portal which why is the portal there i think the portal moves around oh i think it does too but you also want to show off your cool sewer set
1: yeah yeah Uh, they they built they built that sewer set for last season so they're just going to get as much out of it was it in the forest last season no it's in the city (laughs) it's in their their city where they live but they built it so they've gotta use That's it. Right. Like, you know, it's the same reason this show has been on for six years and they're still in high school. They built the high school set. They're slow. They've gotta <laughs> use it. Although although the first like three seasons of the show were all like all took place within like one semester. And I always I kept I like would beg them on Twitter, like this is a summer show. Yeah. And it's always every season of the show has been set either in the fall or during the school year. Mm-hmm. And I begged them every every year like, "You're a summer show, like, let's do werewolves at the beach." You know, <laughs> do a summer season where like everybody went to like Fort Lauderdale and now we're, you know, dealing with mermaids or some crazy stuff like that. I would have loved, but they never did.
0: There's a Neil Gaiman short story about a werewolf detective uh-huh. who ends up getting in the way of a Cthulhu uprising thing mm-hmm. and he goes it's at the beach and basically it's half beach beach movie half uh where you know film noir except with werewolves and don't even werewolves and uh, uh sea monsters mm. it's very funny yeah so they could do it easily
1: yeah well they didn't no they didn't no. it's last They're of running out of time. well i mean who knows they could in theory because they did it <laughs> the first like couple of years of the show do Like, have this story in, the writer's story, the ghost story, end in episode 10, Mm -hmm. and then next 10 episodes can be a completely different story, which, like I said, they've done before.
0: Well, and I think they probably could, because they're building to a point now, first of all, all of most, everybody except our characters, and then a good chunk of our main characters have been taken. It's obviously building to the big dramatic thing, Mm -hmm. and you're not just fighting the... Riders, but you're also fighting the Nazi werewolf, who, by the way, ends up getting through the portal yes. using using, using the Hel- their hellhound the Helm- deputy. Helm- deputy Parrish. Uh, and they're able to go through the portal. He's able to go through the portal. Which, interestingly enough, he goes through the portal. The riders come through the portal and seconds later. Shouldn't they have, like, passed and him looked at the riders
1: going, Hey, wait a minute. I bit. know, you guys. <laughs> well, uh, but my thing that uh, irritated me a little bit was, like, the main, Our main guys like, got out of the way of the portal. Parrish opened it up. Him and, and the Nazi zombie doctor go in. And then they all run up to go through. And the portal closes. And they're all standing like, Drat and Nation, We missed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's and then wealthy. they all just kind
1: of turn around and walk away. <laughs> like,
0: you know. There are moments in the show where the action pauses mm-hmm. for the dramatic moment where you're going. Okay. He's reaching for his gun. He's not got his gun yet. Yeah. He's pulled his gun out, but he hasn't mm-hmm. raised it. For god! God, so we just hit him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um or, you know, let's have this emotional discussion where we're we're both being, you know, we've got whips wrapped around us from the writers and we're we're both being pulled towards them. So let's mm-hmm. pause and take a moment to talk about our feelings. You know, it's again, it's there's you can't just you have to look at the show and go okay mm-hmm. and i'm accepting that I, I i'm you know like i said i'm enjoying this it is relatively silly
1: mm-hmm. at times but then you had the moments like you know uh,
0: and i, I just have to remembering say, his yeah, son
1: i just have to say that that was i was so happy that they did it the way they did it because i was really afraid especially the way that they had kind of been uh using the mom mm-hmm. mrs stilinski claudia as sort of like a yeah as like almost like a nefarious figure yeah for the, as it as it had been going like you know she she was you know afraid of lydia finding mm-hmm. out that this was going on or what or seemed afraid or whatever when it finally came for her to confront Stalinsky in the room i'm really glad that she didn't turn out to be some sort of evil creature no she was almost afraid and, and, you know, she seemed very wistful to have that, you know, to, to be losing that second life or whatever. Because
0: she had the memories that he didn't. Yeah. She
1: remembered, because in remembering
0: Styles, he couldn't remember the things that happened from her death to now. So the wedding anniversary and Christmas. And, yeah. And, you know, I don't Going know where we went. And, and... and she did. She had those memories, even though they weren't real. And. The, yeah, it was. It was. There was a little bit of fear. There was a little bit of sadness. And, and I was.
1: I was. I was really kind of afraid that they were going. She was going to have some sort of like, you know, like the kid in mm. Canaan, like tried to drown. Oh South yeah, no, he Maria. was. he
0: was. Malib- he was a very. He was an evil child.
1: And she, but she just kind of. Her thing was no, remember me. Yeah. Don't remember. You know. Remember me. Don't remember him. And. You know, it was, it was very hard. I, you could tell it was hard that's, for Stalinsky to, like,
0: let go. Well, I think there's a difference here, is that clearly because it's a small, drowned child, all small, damp children in a horror setting are <laughs> evil. evil. I mean, there's just no way around that fact. They are okay. never, never good. There's never one that goes, oh, really, I'm a good... Small... No, it never small happens. Small, damp yeah. child. So all small, <laughs> damp children are evil. But she was... I don't know, it's the implication in Kanan was that the the Banshee there cr- brought him, almost created him. Mm-hmm. And she did it because she couldn't deal with being alone. And you don't, I didn't get that sense from Stelinski though, mm-hmm. where he created her, because I'm sure he misses her. But it just seemed like, I mean, it didn't seem like the explanation is a... Okay, I realize and, I, I realize I'm looking for an explanation that's consistent across yeah. the board here, and I realize the show isn't really there.
1: There may even be more because they never kind of explained how that happened. Yeah, like he doesn't. As far as we've all been told for all this time, Sheriff Stalinski, the Stalinski family doesn't have any supernatural creature in them. Right. Uh, so I don't know how he would have created her, how he would have had that power happen.
0: I suspect it was for the emotional resonance. Mm. I think that's that's. Like you said, the, the whole everybody forgets the person who's been zapped mm-hmm. is tossed out the window as soon as they possibly can get away with tossing that yeah. out the window. Uh, that it wasn't as, long, as soon as we can get, a, get around that, let's get around it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we got to have we gotta, our heroes
1: have to remember the, all the people. Otherwise, it's like, why are we the only people in this why town? Do we keep Yeah. Why do we keep fighting this thing? You know, like they couldn't remember all the people that they had lost. It would be a very weird, like... You'd have one little red-haired banshee sitting walking around town going, do I live here alone? (laughs) Do I
0: live in this town by myself? Do I go to high school? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, it's... Yeah, you can't really (laughs) look too much at it. But, you know, again, it is is fun. I can honestly see why you have enjoyed this show this long. Mm -hmm. Um, And the characters are fun. Now... You know, every now and again, I have those moments where I look at them and go, you are not a high school student. <laughs> <laughs> you are... You're older than my child, who yeah. is a
1: graduate. You know, we who went to college, you know, uh, but... Oh, they're all... I mean, yes. The only one who is legit still a teenager, I think I'd have to do some research, is the guy who plays Dylan Sprayberry, yeah. who plays Liam. He was cast on the show when he was 16. Oh, okay. So, you know, he... Uh, he is, I think, the only one who's like actually a child. Oh,
0: we also forgot to student. mention Mason in the car oh, right. with the phone that only has pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
0: uh, last episode, Mason's boyfriend got zapped, right, uh,
1: by the Ghost writers. Timmy and... or Becky or Corey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Corey, Becky? Just... I don't know, <laughs> Who is Becky? but anyway, they're driving along and he's looking at the phone and he goes, "It's just pictures of the two of us. Isn't that odd?"
1: And uh, uh, Hayden Hayden goes no, and we're like yes, <laughs> but but to be fair, as I as I said to Tim after that happened, um, Corey was a, is the only surviving Chimera, yeah, and all of his friends last year were murdered by Theo, so like he doesn't have any friends, and like he's tried really super hard to get in with the pack with Scotty's pack, yeah, but they are just not they're not liking that apparently and so he has theo no friends poor theo, may, theo may have burned them a little bit on the chimera thing yeah so so yeah so poor old poor old cory didn't really have like he hangs out because he has no choice <laughs> so
0: yeah it's it's uh it was another one of those moments where you're like
1: um yeah that is kind of i'm very interested i have a feeling that next episode is going to happen or take place a lot more inside of the creepy train station again since half our cast is there now <laughs> well and
0: the name of the next ep- next episode is memory found mm. which might be a spoiler i don't know i think that's kind of a spoilery kind of thing considering that it's all about losing the memory of the people you care about mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe We'd See, but yeah fun stuff yeah. enjoying it um and
1: luck i the, the january 31st is the last episode
0: And And in the beginning of February, we have the new Drew Barrymore. uh Uh-huh. Santa Clarita. The Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. Which uh, is Drew Barrymore's new zombie show.
1: Where she plays a zombie. Actually, technically, technically, she plays a lich. Oh, she's not. Yeah. Because she's not brainless. She has her faculties. She oh. remembers her. Okay. She sure. has that ability. If you know your Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> the high-functioning undead are called liches.
0: We'll see what they do with the show because we'll be we'll be jumping or in on that as well. Or maybe a
1: ghoul. She might be a ghoul. Uh... Ghouls are undead that that can have human.
0: Drew Maribor plays a beagles. character who's married to Tim- Timothy Olyphant, mm-hmm. is her husband in the show, and uh, they have to deal with the fact that suddenly she has a new hunger for things that are not generally found on the menu. Yes. So we'll also be adding that to our repertoire, we think. Uh, and then, of course, Walking Dead will be coming back. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there's... well, we were We only watched the first half of the season. There's a second half of that season to come back to. Really? I think so. Oh, who knows? I don't know. It's hard to tell, and we don't. And it's well, Chris is dead. That's all we care about. Anyway, um, dead,
1: <laughs> dead. I have, I have, I don't have any conflicting feelings about the murders of people. You got to kill before they kill you, Dad.
0: You know, he's uh, the the Ghost Rider arc is over on Agents of Shield mm-hmm. uh, because it cost a lot of money to animate the ghost head, so they got, they, they took it out. Uh, but he, so he's not a lot on the show. I'm not anymore either. Mm-hmm. so
1: oh well that's a terrible shame poor terrible actor yeah so anyway you kept saying i you had kept hope Kept saying well, i had probably hope. not him it's I, was writing, was I was hoping it was the terrible writing no and i thought
0: he was very uneven on ghostwriter he wasn't terrible but he wasn't great either so anyway yeah <laughs> he's dead we're okay with that anyway we will be back next week with more of the teenage uh, the werewolves. Teenage werewolves, the wolves who are teens. And thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. My pleasure, guys. And if you, of course, like what we do here and think we're
1: moderately entertaining, you can let us know that. And attractive. Uh, that's let, sure. Let us know if you love the dulcet tones of our of our silvery, silky voices. Oh, there you go. So that's something I want to know. If these are things you would like to
0: tell us, you can. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. And podcast.com, and you can leave us a comment. You can rate us. This is all good things as far as we're concerned. Um, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, folks. Yay. This has been a presentation of horrorforme.com. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. <laughs>